You've read the magazine, you've seen the website, and now, because we're very 21st century... Oh, you know all that by now. It's the Whistler Podcast. Everything you wanted to know about writing life, but didn't know who to ask. My idea really with it is that it provokes awe and excitement and mystery because I think they're really powerful senses. So it's not a wild rave-up, it's uh, intellectual provocation, it's like sensory and experiential experiences. So I was looking around wondering who to do the next podcast on when I came across something called the Telesterian. No idea what a Telesterian is. Sounds like something Captain Scarlet might get involved with. Anyway, a couple of calls later, and I'm at the Hope and Ruin, waiting to see a band called Zombie Zombie, and I'm talking to Sarah Jane. Um, I'm doing an event on Thursday the 24th of November at Brighton Electric Studios, done in the spirit of the ancient mystery schools of Greece, like Alephsis and things like this. It's called the Telesterion. It's called the what, sorry? The Telesterion. Which what does that mean? Initiation ball in Greek, and it means uh, to bring into fulfilment the final stage of the mysteries of Alephsis, where the mysteries were revealed. And the thought is that that was um, some sort of like psychodrama, theatrical, magical theatrical performance. So, uh, our Telesterion. We're going to be having um, some interesting experiences which include a ritual dream incubation, which I'll be leading because I'm a dream researcher. Also, we will have the Lucia Light Number 3, which is a hypnagogic light machine. We'll have three of them, and so three people will be able to take part in it simultaneously. And this is a flickering light device that is thought to... Um, stimulate a kind of altered state, a trance state, similar to if you're sitting in a car and you're going um, through trees when there's bright sunlight and your eyes are closed, obviously not when you're driving you'll be doing this as a passenger. Um, you yeah, and you have a kind of um, visual reverie. So it, it's, the, it's a sort of like um, light drugs, if you will. Okay, so we, are we sort of in trance-like state territory here? Yeah. Okay, so it's a, it's a, it is a brainwave entrance, um, entrainment device. Okay, and, and, and where do you go? What do you do when you get there? And you it depends know. how long the sessions are. If you have short sessions, um, you can get sort of spontaneous visuals popping up. Um, a lot of it is about learning to look through the light mandala. It's a little bit like looking at a, a sort of rave version of one of those. Do you remember those um, uh, magic eye? pictures it's mm-hmm. a little bit like that so if you learn to look through it i mean one of the experiences i've had looking at it is flying over a planet and looking at this like futuristic city and things so okay take- okay so we're kind of in in sort of drug-free psychedelic yeah, territory exactly. yeah okay and and do you i don't know do you come out a bit spooked or or um it can be uh, a bit too overwhelming for some people if you do have photosensitive epilepsy although it has been used actually as a treatment for photosensitive epilepsy it's not advised that you yeah, do yeah. obviously and it's quite easy to switch off and to cover your eyes and to stop the process after the initial opening ceremony where we have some uh, beautiful singers that are going to be singing I think Renaissance or Tudor Madrigals, just a sort of short opening ceremony to kind of set the tone. We have a panel of very interesting speakers, which include uh, Anthony Peake, who's an author. I think he's written at least 12 books on things, on subjects from like near-death experiences, 
um, the phenomena of alien abductions and encounters, out-of-body experiences, the possibility and the scientific research into life beyond death and these sorts of subjects. And then we have uh, Pascal Emmanuel Michael, who is at the University of Greenwich, and he's just completing his PhD, which looks at DMT and near-death experiences. So his speciality is near-death experiences and psychedelic states that parallel near-death experiences as well. And then there's Kaz Coronel, who is a DJ, and she is a sort of big um, figure in the conscious music scene and uh, sober raves, the Morning Gloryville kind of thing. And then Eileen Hall, who is amazing. She is the daughter of the explorer Stanley Hall, who in, I think it was 1976, conducted an expedition into Taos Caves with the astronaut Neil Armstrong to discover... It was a kind of like one of the earliest ancient alien types of ideas, this um, archive of Atlantis that was thought to exist in these caves. There'd been these myths for years about... Did they find it? They didn't find it. But the mystery continues. And, well, because you know, they didn't find it. Yeah, so Eileen has started up uh, Teos Org, which is a conservation company that's trying to protect the area from development because I think some of the idea might be that um, the legend of this gold is that there are actually gold reserves and so the forest is always under threat of development and right. destruction. And then uh, Carl Hayden-Smith, who's my good friend, he's at Ravensbourne University and he is... Um, the head of the Centre for Learning Technologies. And so he explores how we can use technology to improve humanity and not kind of destroy humanity, which seems to be the way we are heading. OK, well, he's on a loser on that one, frankly. You know? It's not <laughs> going to work, is it? But this, so this is all, all about what's beyond what we can see and, mm. and, and the world beyond the imagination and... My idea really with it is that it provokes awe and excitement and mystery because I think they're really powerful senses. So it's not a wild rave up, it's uh, intellectual provocation, it's like sensory and experiential experiences. We've also got David Bramwell who's going to be doing a short AV set on Lobsang Ramper. I don't know if you've heard of him. He was a. I won't tell you too much because he is a hilariously fascinating character so that will be really good and then um, Joel Cahan who runs Wet Sounds which is um, sound and light art and installations in swimming pools and he's done that all over the world and it's been really successful with kind of touring this so this is music that you listen to when you're in a swimming pool he's just actually made a record that's designed to be listened to while you're underwater so this is a real sort of cornucopia of, of, of strange yeah, and wonderful stuff. Yeah, something for everyone. Some fun for all the family. <laughs> yeah. And, and and apart from the fact that, what's it, telesterium? Telesterium, Telesterium yeah. is a really great word. Mm, it is a good word, isn't it? Uh, has it got any, is what you're doing got any particular relevance to the Greek stuff that you were referencing? Well, I think that the mysteries had this um, intention of provoking awe and inspiration and that those experiences um, contribute to self-development, evolution. You know, when you have a an ecstatic moment or a euphoric moment or a moment of revelation then the hope is that your life kind of improves as a result yeah, yeah. of this so that's my idea really that there'll be something 
that happens during the evening that will be awe-inspiring. Oh, yeah, and you're supposed to dress up like your favourite goddess. I'm dressing up as Mnemosyne, and I've, I've got my um, 14-year-old daughter making me a uh, headdress that is a replica of Queen Puwabi's headdress that was discovered in the royal cemetery in the Mesopotamian city of Ur. I kind of let you speak there because I haven't got a clue who you're talking about. <laughs> and I, ho- I was hoping if the more you talk, them, it, there might be something that came through. So Queen... M- M- Puabi. Puabi. Yeah, she was a, a Sumerian royal. And her beautiful headdress is on display in the British Museum. It's amazing. Who should I go as? Yeah, I could go as Zeus. A role model rather I than a god, we, yeah? We, we, okay, so have you done this before, the, these sorts of events? We did a, um, a Telesterion in Berlin recently uh, as part of the Culture Festival. Okay, and how did that work? It was great. Uh, and there was less of a party vibe to it because in Berlin no one wears anything other than black. So I'm hoping that the Brighton one, there'll be more gold and colour. Okay, okay. I was thinking of black. A Victoriana black top hat cape, maybe a bit of velvet cape. I'm not sure whether that's godlike. Um, I suppose it could be godlike if you yeah. wear it with the right attitude. Anything else you want to tell us? Um, I don't think so. I guess I could tell you what my website is and then you could get tickets. That would be great. Tickets are £20 and it starts at 7 o'clock. Okay, and the website that people should go to? Is themysteries.org. That's it for this week's Whistler podcast. Keep an eye on Facebook and, and uh, Insta and maybe even Twitter and I'll let you know when the next one's out. <laughs>